0: Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. It is such a wonderful day. Yes, I said it. It's a wonderful day to be with you all. You see, my love for you runs deep. I mean, real, real deep. <laughs> I know, I know. Quit playing, Pastor Phil. Because you may, you know, I, I know right now what you're saying. You say, Pastor Phil, listen, I'm in my own bedroom. I'm driving down the street right now. I'm, I'm I'm at the grocery store, and there's no way that you even know who I am. And and you're absolutely right. I don't know what you look like. I don't know how tall you are. I don't know anything about you. But isn't it wonderful to know that we have a connection that runs so deep that it goes beyond what's visible? This invisible force reaches through the airwaves and connects us at the right time, in the right moment to convey a message of love. And this love alters our state of mind and and it provides the nutrients necessary in order for us to thrive during these difficult times. You see, people have got the power of love assembled us together. And it sprays an aroma (laughs) that goes beyond detection from the enemy. And this aroma nurtures us back to health. You see, people of God, our great God knew that we would be here. The Lord knew all of us needed to be connected. And because of the Lord, he has given me his message of hope. And because of him, he makes me appreciate you all the more. So as you can tell, I'm excited to be with you all once again. I'm praying that you're having a great day this day. And if for some reason you're being challenged by today's events, (laughs) keep pushing. That's right. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep grinding. You are going to get through this day. You see, people of God, I'm reminded of what God's word said. It said, give us this day our daily bread. You see, you have to understand, people of God, that this petition of the Lord's prayer teaches us to come to God in a spirit of humble dependence, asking him to provide what we need and to sustain us from day to day. You have to understand and recognize that we're not given a license to ask for great riches, but we are encouraged to make our needs known to him trusting that he will provide and i promise you the lord will provide for you just what you need exactly what you need in jesus name all right let's get started let's get started with our episode for tonight or today and it's a word of encouragement for a, a word of encouragement for all of our listeners It really is. See, many people right now are going through a very troubling time right now. The job market is scarce. Many families across the planet are struggling with not having enough of the essentials. And usually when people become desperate, they will do anything to survive. And so the Lord impressed upon me the need to focus on his people from the perspective of making wisdom the principal thing during these tough times. You see, people of God, wisdom is so important during these hard times is because just because you are being tested does not mean you lose yourself. (laughs) Just because evil is coming at you from all sides does not give you a license to sin. And the reason why this podcast is important to listen to is because this message of hope will enable you to grow into becoming an ambassador for Jesus. For in this life lesson, we will learn how to remain free from sin. And we will also learn that what you do for Christ will stand the test of time. You see, people that got, I have many friends. I have a lot of friends that I've come to know. And what I find that happens to all of us is is this. When unexpected attacks occur, we all tend to go into isolation mode. Yeah, isolation mode. Isolation is the voice that calls you to walk away from your house, from your base which is Jesus. Isolation calls you to stray away or to stay away from everybody and everything that keeps you stable and whole. Isolation is the enemy's way of getting you alone so he can have total access to you, so he can change your character and integrity. And Satan's ultimate goal is to convince you that you don't need nobody. Not even God. And this is a dangerous place to be. But, people of like God, we see people who have been isolated from alcoholics to prostitution to gambling to robbing and to stealing. And we see the effects when a person decides to do things as an isolated person. Because some of us hesitate to commit ourselves to developing an an intentional plan of growth that requires accountability or, or a relationship with others because we believe spiritual growth is a personal and private matter. We choose. It's our choice to believe each person develops in his or her own way at his or her own rate. But the problem is this is an aberration of the truth. The idolatry of individualism has influenced even the way we think about spiritual growth. Because so much of the teaching on spiritual formation is is really self-centered and self-focused without any reference to our relationship to other people. This is completely unbiblical, unbiblical, And it it ignores, it really ignores what the word of God talks about. We all need relationships to grow. We don't grow in isolation from others. We as a society, as as a nation, as a people develop in the context of fellowship. You see, wisdom from God and wisdom from others can effectively assist us in our life's journey I want you guys to remember this People of God Just remember, remember this phrase With isolation Things Deteriorate With isolation Things Deteriorate Then The next phase of isolation is Isolation from God You stop praying. You stop reading your word. You stop believing in Him for the answer. You stay away from the source of life. Think about this. You stay away from the source of life. You stay away from the source of life, and now you are determined to operate in your own strength. You become cynical. You become abrasive toward others who remember the real you. (laughs) I would love to stop right there because the fact of the matter is, most of us were taught what's right and what's wrong. And when we isolate ourselves, it changes us not for the better, it changes us for the worse. People remember the real you. They haven't they have not forgotten the real you. And their goal is to try to get you back to your old self. And that's why isolation is the isolation effect is enormous. The damage is overwhelming. The time lost is regrettable. And now You are in your own hell. And you ask the question, who put me here? You did. How did I get to this place of isolation? Bad choices, I mean bad choices, snuck up on you and it affected you. Even the greatest minds on this planet have been affected by isolation. Even the greatest singers that we've lost to isolation, we lost them way too soon. The greatest athletes have lost great wealth. they become broke because of isolation. And did you know this? That during the Christmas season, we have more people depressed and lonely because of how isolation has talked them into staying away from their loved ones and friends? You see, people of God, the enemy's job is to totally, and I mean totally, destroy your walk with God. He wants to crush your faith and to make you totally ineffective. Before we continue, I forgot to give you (laughs) the title for tonight's episode. So tonight's episode is entitled, I will not be isolated. I want you guys to say this. Tell yourself this. I will not be isolated. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled I Will Not Be
1: Isolated. Hello, everyone. I'm Christopher. I'm your editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say a couple of things during this commercial break. One, if you would like prayer, or a word of encouragement, or just want to talk, you definitely can. You can just call or text us at the number 619-790-4717. Again, that's 619-790-4717. Also, I would like to add that if you would like to donate in any kind of way or give to our ministry, that is still an option on any of our pages Full of Life Ministries, so Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you're listening, we should have a place to give to our ministry. The money will be going to COVID relief and helping those who have lost their jobs or are suffering from COVID and a bunch of other things and people who may need it. So thank you so much for listening. God bless you and enjoy the rest of the podcast.
0: All right, we are back. We are back and we're going to get right into tonight's episode entitled I will not be isolated. Now, the reasons why people become isolated is because number 1 they lack their lack of connecting with people who are communicating grace. Their lack of connecting with people who who communicate grace. Who are trying to show love, who are trying to be compassionate towards what you're feeling. Yeah, there's many people in our lives that we've strayed away from. For some reason, we did not connect with them because we felt like they may be judgmental towards you. How could you? You're a pastor. You're an elder. You're a deacon. How could you? You got a family. You got kids and grandkids. How could you act like this? So the next one is, so we we talked about the connection with people who are trying to communicate grace and love to you. The next one is personal shame. Personal shame will cause you to be isolated where you feel so bad about yourself. You feel so, so nasty about yourself because you made so many mistakes and you did some things that you regret. And now the shame is attached to your mind and to your heart and to your essence of who you are, where every time that you walk into a place, you you have your head hung down. There's no spirit of joy. There's no peace. You're really at odds with yourself. There's a war going on in your members. And so the shame is now isolating you from the rest of society. Another thing is that when you remove yourself from constant interaction with God's truth. You remove yourself from constant interaction with God's truth. That can have a a great effect on your daily walk with God because God wants to strengthen you. He wants to build you up. He wants to set your course. He wants to fill you with his presence, with his love and with his power. But yet because you're not consistently doing these things on a daily basis. The more you get away from God's truth, the more you become isolated. Another reason is because of sickness, the transition from sickness, disease can cause a person to be isolated. You don't want nobody's pity. You are very prideful. And not on purpose. It's not like pride, like I'm prideful, like... I don't want nobody to know because I'm a strong person. No, I'm talking about it's that pride of saying, I don't want no pity. I don't want no help. I just want to just deal with this on my own. And some of it is because you love people and you don't want people to feel a certain way about you. But a lot of times God is trying to send people into your life to love on you during this time of sickness and disease with the COVID-19 going on, with all these things that we're faced with, we have to understand that there's creative ways that many people are doing to try to help you during this time when you're sick in your body. They're trying to help. They're trying to provide food and clothes for you. They're trying to do things for you. So you can't allow pride to come in to ruin what God is trying to do through them because God gave them the mindset to do it for you. So understand the significance behind what God is trying to do. He's trying to prevent you from being isolated from him. And he sends people into your life so you can be free from isolation. And at this point, now Satan moves in to destroy you on several fronts. And one of the fronts is accusations. He will send accusations towards you. He'll play a a message in your head and you start to hear it in your head and and, and be words like this. How can you even call yourself a Christian? You say you want to love God and yet you you still lie. You're cheating. You steal from people. You said some awful things to your loved ones. You took advantage of your friends. You, you showed deception. You were greedy. Ha ha ha. He sees what a hypocrite you are. This is what Satan says with accusations. You have to understand. Satan will try to, he 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 accuses us day and night. Satan is relentless in trying to make us feel bad about ourselves, to bring guilt and shame into our lives. He uses half-truths concerning your failed performance. He never tells you all the facts. He tells you enough to make you feel a certain way about yourself, and now you become isolated. But there has been a sacrifice made for you that covers all your sins. And through Jesus, he has made a way for us to be free from isolation. He has made a way for us to be free from isolation. Psalms 103 verse 12 says it like this. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgression from us. Isn't that good news? As far as the east is from the west. So take a moment right now and look eastward and then look westward. And that gap in between is how far God removes those sins, those things that causes us to feel bad about ourselves. He removes it from us. Our thoughts and feelings about ourselves are just symptoms that will invade our life. But we have to know that the Lord has removed our sins from us. 1 John 1 and 9 says it like this. If we just confess our sins, hallelujah, he is faithful to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So God has the antidote, the remedy, The remedy for your life so you won't be isolated anymore. Think about it like this they even accuse Jesus of not being the Son of God. Matthew, the 27th chapter, and the 40th verses, 40th verse through 44. So it's Matthew 27, verse 40 through 44. And it says it like this If you're really the Son of God, come down from the cross, come down. Then it goes on, verses 41 through 43, You talk about the high priests and the religious scholars and leaders were mixing it up. You know, having a great time poking fun at Jesus. He saved others. He can't even save himself. King of Israel? Is he really the king of Israel? But if he's really the king of Israel, let, let him come down from the cross. Then when they go on to say, well, if he comes down from the cross, we'll all be believers then he they were like making so much fun of Jesus, he was so sure of God. Well let him rescue his son now if he really wants him. And then it goes on to talk about how even the two thieves, the two criminals crucified next to Jesus, Join in the mockery. This is Jesus I'm talking about. The son of God. Emmanuel, God with us. He was accused of many things and the enemy tried to get him isolated. Where he would use his own, he would go to another plan, which had nothing to do with the ultimate plan was to save mankind. The enemy's job is to try to get you to start responding to the lies. Don't respond to the lies. Don't listen to the lies because they're not truths. They're just lies. So accusations are a weapon of choice for the enemy. We have to understand and recognize and realize he will use anything and everything to get you off your game to get you off-centered, to get you upended, to unearth you, to try to, to flood your mind with these thoughts, to cripple your belief in God. The good news is with Jesus, the enemy tried to isolate Jesus, but the enemy failed because we know the rest of the story. Hallelujah. So another way is that Through destructive patterns, isolation occurs. Through destructive patterns, isolation occurs. Shameful practice, shameful practice causes a person to be in isolation. And we have to be careful that those destructive patterns don't become a pattern. The only thing is, is that guilt and shame because the enemy also says things like this this is the 10,000th time you're going to god about that same issue guess what god can handle the 10,000th the 100,000th the millionth time that you made a mistake even though you have a destructive pattern god can show you and help you to overcome these things so you won't become isolated. So now the enemy can come in like a flood and destroy your very nature of who you are. This is how the enemy attacks. He would understand that you, you have weaknesses and those weaknesses are okay as long as you don't listen to what the enemy tells you about those weaknesses. Because God does not Bring shame. God does not look at you like a loser or that you're not worth anything. You are his child and all he wants is the best for you. So walk in the authority of Christ. Number three, hopelessness is another attack that the enemy likes to use as a weapon to get you isolated. Because when we feel isolated, we lose sight of the fact that lots of others are going through or have gone through the same battles that we're going through. We lose sight of the fact that we are in process. Sanctification has to do with process, has to do with that we're not there yet. It may take years before you get there. You may not never get there but don't feel hopeless about your current condition. We feel that we are the worst person because that's all that we can see. And in the end, we feel that this will never change and my life will never be any different. It will continue It will continue in this pattern just like it has for the last umpteen years. The truth is, a person who can still feel the pain of sin and it's sensitive to God's spirit to the point of wanting to be free from sin is ripe for change. And it is isolation that Satan uses as a last ditch effort or attempt to keep you hopeless and from moving into the right choices. God knows that when you make the right choice, you'll be free from the devil, when you make the right choices, you'll be free to walk in the favor of God. When you make the right choice and say no to the devil and say yes to God, then now you can become everything that God has created you to be. Amen. And amen. Lastly, what the enemy likes to do to get you isolated is is, is through false promises You see, the devil deceives us with many false and empty promises. Most of these relate to the lie that we we will be happier and more fulfilled if we sin or deny aspects of the truth. You see, people of God, great and accumulated suffering eventually comes with almost all sinful activity. Yet despite this experience, we human beings remain very gullible. We seem to love empty promises and put all sorts of false hopes in these promises. And this way of thinking can ultimately create isolation from God's truth. You see, in John chapter 8, verse 44, Satan is the father of lies. He doesn't believe in truth when he speaks, when he he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and he is the father of lies. So we can't listen to what Satan says. We have to understand that God's truth always prevails, God's truth will stand the test of time. God's way is the only way to live free from isolation. Tell yourself right now, I will not be isolated. I will not listen to the accusations. I won't listen to the false promises. No more quick, uh, quick, get rich, quick schemes is what I was trying to say. No more of that stuff. No more me trying to have uh, hope for this, to happen when I know that it does not line up with God's word. To get rich and to go past the processes to get rich is wrong. And we have to make sure that God prepares us the right way so we can receive his blessings. And so those false lies, those lies that the the devil tells you about yourself, because you know that within yourself that you're not right with God, We cannot listen to those lies because when we listen to those lies, when we we operate in those lies, we become like Satan. And Satan is a person who is of isolation. So understanding isolation that God cares about your loneliness, he really does. And he knew that mankind needed somebody in their lives. Think about it in Genesis, the second chapter, verse 18. God saw, and he says, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper, a companion. He understands that loneliness is not good for mankind. Jesus understands our loneliness as well. Jesus, who was both fully God and fully man, experienced all of our feelings and temptations and hardships that we experience on this earth so we can take comfort knowing he understands firsthand what it's like to be lonely too. When he was hanging on the cross, bearing our sins, the father turned away. And for a brief but excruciating moment, painful moment, Jesus Jesus experienced true abandonment. He died on the cross so we would never have to experience the ultimate pain of rejection. We don't have to experience loneliness and isolation any longer because God has already provided a way to fulfill our deepest desires. And he does it through relationships, people of God starting with himself and then with others. Jesus loves us the way we are and invites us to have a relationship with him. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 29 says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Realize your needs, people like god it is it's it's our pride that keeps us believing that we don't need other people. Attachment is essential. life was made for relationships. I want to say that one more one more time. Life was designed for relationships it can't even just you and God. It just can't be you and God, so we have to understand that. This was all designed by God for the beginning of time. Realize your needs. Move towards others. It, It might seem intimidating, but most people are struggling as you are. They don't have it together. They need you to make the first move. And then sometimes you just have to be vulnerable. I've learned that people who act or look like they have it all together, they really don't. When someone peels the mask, I'm not talking about the COVID mask. I'll talk about that, that mask that we put on and put off daily. It's attractive because we all know that none of us have it all together. So be vulnerable. It's okay to laugh at yourself. It's okay to disreal- to, to, to let people know that you have some shortcomings because guess what? They have some shortcomings. Change your thinking. Change your thinking. Challenge those old tapes that play in your head and get rid of those, those old tapes and to start saying, using affirmations. I am a child of God. I am from a royal priesthood. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. By you changing your thinking, you will change the atmosphere. And no more isolation. Now the presence of God surrounds you. And takes you to places that you've never seen before. And you'll experience the love of God. And you'll experience the love of others when you change the way you the way you think. Take risks sometimes. It's okay to take risks. Step out. Join some some groups, some life groups. Reach out to somebody. Let them know that, hey, I'm I, I don't like being lonely. I want to just get to know you and you can get to know me and we can grow together. Be empathetic. Identify with others. Hurts and become and become other centered. Others centered. Don't, it's not about you all the time. I have never found a great listener who doesn't have tons of friends. And last but not least, I want you to always, always pray. Always pray. Because when you pray, then now the isolation has to be removed. Because God will be with you whatever state of mind that you're in, whether you're on the mountaintop, whether you're in the valley, whether you're in the the quiet of times, God will be there with you when you pray and when you trust God. And God will take away the isolation and he'll fill you with his love and his power. And he'll make you see the bigger picture. So in closing, you can't grow spiritually in isolation. It's imperative that you move beyond what's holding you back so that you can grow with Christ and serve him with an even even greater passion. How many of you guys are ready to, to move forward past isolation and move towards him and let him show you the plans that he has set up for you? Tell yourself this. Tell yourself. Tell your friends. I will not be isolated. I'm going to grow through Jesus because he will set me free in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this moment right now. I thank you for this day. I pray, oh God, that every listener under the sound of my voice will receive the message of hope That you have provided for them. Lord God, the enemy comes in to try to separate us from you. We know this, oh God. We know the loneliness that we feel when we listen to him rather than listening to you. So, Lord God, we ask you, oh God, that you would just continue to show us that you have the best plans for our lives. No more isolation. No more saying that you don't need anybody, not even you. Help us to just speak your words because your words bring life and light to our lives. Help us to recognize and realize that that you send people into our lives to love on us, to help us to continue to grow and to expand our way of living. Help us to recognize and see that when we fall short, when we listen to the lies, when we listen to Satan and because he is the father of lies, help us to understand that there is a greater plan that you have in store for us. So in the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that those who are feeling depressed or feeling lonely, who are ready to commit suicide, for those right now over the airwaves right now, oh God, that are just feeling like they are abandoned, that no one loves them. It is a lie from the pits of hell. So, Lord God, I ask you to send the light to them, whether it's through a person, whether it's through a text message, whatever means necessary, oh God, bring them the light that they need in order for them to be free from isolation, so they can move towards the plans that you have in store for them. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, we thank God for another episode down. I will not be isolated should be the thing of your life. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share the podcast. We are growing because of you. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for your giving towards this ministry. If you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can go to any of the platforms and just click. And say, I want to support this ministry because without your support, none of this is going to be possible. None of it is possible because of your financial contributions, as well as your prayers, as well as you sharing our podcast. So again, we thank you guys for doing what you do. Um, if there's anything that we can do in your spiritual journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's full of life, SD. At gmail.com and we'll be we'll be quick we'll be quick to respond to your needs and we will provide as much information possible to help you on your Christian journey. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries and people of God, let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.